0: Welcome to the Two Principles Podcast, the ultimate destination for principals, leaders, and educators.
1: That's right. We're diving deep into the important stuff the ups and downs of mental health, the secrets to managing stress effectively, figuring out that elusive work life balance, and mastering the art of being an effective leader.
0: So sit back, relax, and get ready to embark on an incredible journey with us as we explore the fascinating world of life and leadership. So whether you're a principal,
1: leader, a busy parent, educator, or someone on a mission to make a positive
0: impact in the world, this podcast is for you. The Two Principles Podcast, life and leadership talk inside and out, a better you makes for a better today. It starts with you. One. Bob, you said you're a bit—you binge-watched uh, *Suits* nine seasons. Yeah, nine seasons. It was great. Yeah, 134 episodes, I think. Jeez Louise! And Kevin, you said you're into that. We are—we're half—we're
1: halfway through season eight.
0: Oh my god! I got. Yeah. Might have to check that one out then. If you guys are,
1: that's pretty. Who, I got to <laughs> ask you, Bob. Who's your favorite character?
0: I do Harvey. Yeah, yeah. I, I really like Harvey.
1: Why am I drawing a blank yeah. on the other guy's name? All of a sudden. Um, yeah but so am
2: i the goofy guy, kind of from, uh, oh my god
1: louis not louis lit louis lit Lewis lit. Lewis lit. Lewis lit. Lewis lit.
0: He, he's actually i <laughs> i really enjoy that character that's a good character yeah
2: there are a lot of powerful characters in there yeah i really enjoyed jessica was great too mm-hmm. yeah. just a number of characters that just they developed really well i felt they developed
0: really well yeah Good. I'll have to check that one out. Hey, Kevin, you ready to go? here today? I am
1: absolutely ready. Let's uh, get. Let's work on raising that frequency today. Let's <laughs> go.
0: We, uh, let's go. Let's go. Spread some good in the podcast universe. Hey, episode two P fifty two. Hey, excited to have Executive Director Bob Driver of MASSP on the show with us today, and excited that you're checking in with us today. I'm Jason Paris.
1: I'm Kevin Jost.
0: And we are the two principals. Hey, Hey,
1: if this is the first time tuning in to the 2P Pod, we appreciate you checking us out and giving us a listen. We know there is a multitude of options out there in the podcast universe. So thank you for taking time out of your day to sit down and uh, listen to us.
0: Yeah, we appreciate all those that are following, subscribing, giving us a a rating and all that stuff. Thank you. And we, like Kevin said, we're just two principals. We're hanging out, enjoying life, trying to get better every day and KJ and I are on our journey, and hopefully you're on your journey to a healthier and happier you, one step at a time, one conversation at a time. Hey, real quick, just want to mention our blog. If you want to check out our blog, go to our website, twoprinciples.com. Every Sunday, we send out just a really simple blog that uh, we think can help you become a, a better leader, better principal, and it's, like I said, really simple. It's a quick read. Go check that out on our website, Also, check us out on all of our social media links. You can follow us on X, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. You can find us out there. We love checking in with those people as well. Hey, Kevin, I'm excited to have Bob Driver on the show. It's going to be fun. We're going to check in with him monthly. So we asked Bob for a theme song about his monthly appearance. So Mm -hmm. listeners, hear this one. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Love it!
1: I accidentally spelled this with a C. I didn't know it was a
0: K. Yeah, welcome back, Catter. Hey, welcome back, Bob Driver, to the Two Principles Pod. Bob, you this is actually your third time, right? Third time being on the show. It is, and one of the reasons
2: why I picked the the theme song.
0: Yeah. Welcome back, Cotter. And plus, we're going to have this monthly edition here with you. We're excited about that. And we'll tell listeners too about that as well. We go, hey, so Bob, welcome. Welcome back to the 2P pod. And we're grateful for you and grateful that we can support MASSP and help get some really good information out to principals, leaders, educators out there here in the state of Minnesota. And actually, Uh, Just throughout the United States uh, and the world, actually, we've got people checking in with us, obviously here in Minnesota, but throughout the United States and and the world. Grateful for you, Bob. Thanks for being here. And uh, we're going to talk some December principles checklist.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm excited to have this conversation. I'm excited to continue to do this throughout the month or each month uh, throughout the year. I think it's really important. It's something we've been getting really um, strong feedback on as far as principals just wanting to seek a guide and just, refl- uh, just recommend, recommended actions um, for each month. So excited to share with the members this. It's been great feedback. And as we continue, we hope we can make sure that we try to help make their job easier.
0: Yeah, to absolutely love it. And I know... Uh- when, when you talked about this with me, I know you you had this in the works for a while, but when you were telling me about it, I'm like, Oh, that's going to be really cool. And then when it came out and I got to see it, I'm like, this is really helpful for a veteran principal. But I was thinking myself as a, when I was a newbie, And I was like, oh my God, it would have been great to have something like this when I first started as a principal. So I think that's really cool. But before we get into that, hey, Kev, it's your favorite time of the show. It's the random question. Okay. This will be, I'm going to always keep when we're on with, when we're on with Bob every month, I'm going to keep it specific towards the month. So this is a question for December. Okay. What traditions, Bob, Kevin, does your family have for celebrating the holiday season in December?
2: Yeah, I can start. Our family, we have a pretty tight family and we celebrate Christmas and just the time around Christmas time, we get together a lot as a family and do a lot of either games or outdoor games. We do a annual fire and ice party where we, have, we invite many of our friends and family over and we put a fire on. We're fortunate to live on a lake and we put a fire on the lake and we have a broom ball game and just enjoy each other's company and have a great time. And there's definitely competition with that. <laughs> so we enjoy that and just enjoy being with family and friends.
0: That's awesome. That's, That's good. That's very
1: cool. I don't, Jason, I don't have any, any like serious traditions like that, other than just getting together with family. But yeah, we don't have a, a special food or anything that we make or special games that we make or play rather. So I would say just pretty simply just getting together is our tradition for the most part.
0: Yeah. Cool. For, for us, all three of our kids, like I've said, are off at college and they'll be back. And we, what we continually do is Christmas Eve, we, we make homemade pizzas and that's been a tradition mm-hmm. for a while. So we made, we each make our homemade pizzas and uh, indulge in that. And, and then we play some games and, and have some fun. And it's always fun to be around, with, like you said, with both of you guys and with family and, and doing that. So very cool. Appreciate that. Hope all of you out there, as we're talking here, it's the middle of uh, December when this is going out. So hopefully you are uh, enjoying that time. Hey, Bob, Bob, did you know this? I got a couple fun facts here for you because we're talking December. The winter solstice. The shortest day and the longest night of the year in the northern hemisphere typically occurs around December 21st. So we're about a week away from that. So what do, are you? I, I love the winter solstice. I just, I, I don't know. I, I just, When I say I love it, I just, I know when it comes. It's because then I know that the days are going to start getting longer again. <laughs> Over the hump.
2: <laughs> I would agree with you. Absolutely. That's probably the reason why I would celebrate it as well.
0: <laughs> Uh yes, we get going. Hey, do you know in the southern hemisphere, December marks the beginning of summer? Did you know? That's Hey, it's some it, it, you history buffs out there, some of the notable historical events in December include the Boston Tea Party, it happened in 1773. The first successful powered airplane flight by the Wright brothers happened in 1903 in December and the end of the Vietnam War in 1972. (laughs) Some fun little facts there. And then obviously, big one here, December is a popular month for charitable giving and volunteering as people embrace the spirit of giving during the holiday season. So, Bob, here we are, December I'm telling you, principals. Kevin and I were acting principals. You served as a principal role for many years. You you serve the association now. You help us all out. Man, December is, can just kick a principal's ass. That is true. There's just a lot of things going on, and there's a lot of emotion,
2: which typically happens around the holiday season. Anytime there's a break. And so, yeah, there's definitely not just wears on everybody. We're working with human capital. That's what we do each and every day. We're building relationships and have relationships with our staff and our students and our community. And yeah, and it's a tireless job. And, And December is one of those months where you need to have that
0: break. Yeah. I agree. I think it's good for everybody. Like you said, it's emotional. We're dealing with human capital and sometimes it's good to, we all go, we all need a timeout, right? We all need to go take a timeout. So I think that's good. Hey, Kevin, I know we did some digging into for this and we always like to, some statistics, but mm-hmm. uh, you want to share about the principalship in December, some of the statistics? Yeah, for we sure. For sure.
1: Yeah, we find some stuff and this particular information is coming from the National Center for Education Statistics. Principals face Countless challenges related to staff management, student achievement, school safety, community engagement. Additionally, a study by the National Association of Elementary School Principals found that principals often report high levels of stress and burnout due to the demands of their role, especially during the end of the calendar year. As for self-care, the National Association of Secondary School Principals reported that only 30% of principals receive formal evaluations of their well-being which indicates a potential area for improvement in supporting the mental health and self-care needs of school leaders. So only 30%. So 70% of principals are basically, nobody's checking in with them to see how they're doing physically, mentally, emotionally. So that's interesting. Interesting.
0: And that's going to lead me right into what uh, to a question for Bob. And I know Bob's been a big advocate for this. And obviously, he's been a big advocate of our show here because we talk, that's what we talk about. We talk about taking care of yourself mentally, physically, spiritually, and figuring out that. But so, Bob, when I found that, and I said 30% of principles. Only that's that, that, that are getting that formal evaluation of their well being. That's an area of growth. But why don't you tell people the exciting news about our organization and what we've got going on with some of that stuff that we're going to provide for uh, members?
2: Yeah, absolutely. In, in fact, we're going to actually be rolling it out next week. An email, you're going to be receiving an email from MASSP or the office just talking about another benefit that we're able to offer for a long time it's been in the works of how we can make sure that we are helping our principals are in need. You now Simon Sinek calls it mental fitness and how is your mental fitness and are we doing enough with our mental fitness? And so we are going to be offering our, our members um, an opportunity that if they are struggling, if they need some, somebody to talk to a therapist, someone to just, listen to their concerns and they're really struggling with their mental health, we're going to be offering opportunities and there's going to be two different organizations that are going to be offering opportunities, which will come out within the email next week. But um, we're excited to offer mental health services to our membership. There's Mm 1,330 members in our organization and we've had opportunities in the past where we haven't been able to provide that for our members, and so I would get off the phone with somebody and be like, wow, I wish that I could offer more to this member. Is there something I can do? I can ask, how is how's your mental state right now? But I didn't have another option to turn to, and now we're going to have that option. That's and So it's that's fantastic. really exciting. So.
1: Hey, I'm curious, Bob, in your process of getting this off the ground, I'm sure you did some research. Have Did you find, are there other organizations, other states, anybody offering this?
2: I haven't found too many states that, oh, wow. that offer. A lot of them offer through their districts. Okay. There's a lot of principals that maybe don't want to go through their districts on that or feel like there's dead ends to that. Sure. Again, though, there are districts that do a great job yeah. as well. But I felt like there wasn't a principal organization that I found. And there probably are. Yeah. So I'm going to say that there's not. But the people that I was talking to, I ran into some dead ends along the way. We're building this from the ground up and just saying, hey, this is what we need. And the board, when I brought up the board, they were very excited about this opportunity for us to build this into our benefits because it's so important to uh, what a need that we have. And so they were excited and thrilled to to be able to offer that as well.
0: That's great. I just think it's awesome and it's something that was obviously near and dear to our hearts and we see you're out there Bob, you're traveling around, you're traveling around the state actually, you're around the country too. So you're checking in with principals all over and Kevin and I have the experience too of checking in and It's just something that we need to, A, talk about, and we need to provide a resource. And and the biggest thing I want to say is it's okay to check in with somebody. You need to check in with somebody because that's the only way you're going to continually grow and get better. And so I'm just just grateful for MASSP and our organization, and we're moving that forward. I think that'll be a huge uh, benefit to... Our members out there. So those that are listening know, hey, if you're struggling, you need something. There's going to be an opportunity for you to uh, get some get some of that help and uh, get you moving in the right direction. Love and,
1: it and really paving the way, right? Really setting an yeah, example for other organizations for sure. to say we're we're this is important and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna support it. So That's good.
0: Yeah. Hey Bob, let's. I'm gonna ask you some questions here. So when we're talking, and this will fall into the whole principles checklist here for December, but. What do you see as the potential challenges that principals face in the month of December? And then how can they effectively navigate and address these challenges? Yeah,
2: I think there's a few. But let's start with just let's continue on with the, the mental health piece and the mental health of our staff. And the mental health of our students, and obviously ourselves, and and hopefully we're we're going to be able to offer that support. And hopefully they've if they've needed, if the principals have needed in the past, that they're able to find that support. But we have to keep in mind, as students, not all students are going home to stable families, and they may see a week and a half off, two weeks off, as something that is going to be really tough on them and challenging as they move back as they're not going back to school each day where there is that routine and there are people that care and certainly you hope that every family there's loving loving family members that are embracing them and and helping them through the tough times but we know with experience that there there are students who are really struggle and challenge when they go home and mm-hmm. they're not going home to the things that perhaps we're going home to. Mm -hmm. And so just recognizing that areas where we can find that is having the conversations with our counselors and asking the question, what students should we be having more conversations with and talking about and and maybe continually supporting in one way or another? And, And counselors, social workers, special ed, case managers, and teachers, they know who the kids are. And maybe those kids are coming up at some of the weekly conversations that you're having. Everybody has a different mechanism in their school that is identifying kids with needs. And so hopefully within those confines of those meetings, you're identifying those kids that are going to be really struggling and and maybe find ways to to help with that. It might be financially. Are there students and families in need? Are there kids Mm -hmm. that go home hungry at night? Are there kids that go home and, you know, that their meal... For maybe some of their celebrations are not going to be, not exist in their home. So maybe finding ways to help provide for those students. Again, that goes back to maybe some somebody within the school. Hopefully, you've built a network within your school where every kid has someone to look out for them, whether it be their counselor and, again, social worker or case manager or teacher. Staff members, this is a time staff members also need to you need to make sure that you are looking at your staff members maybe they've lost a loved one recently like through a holiday for the first holiday season for the first time how can you help with them how can you send a card to them say hey thinking of you if there's anything you need please reach out maybe divorce maybe moving those type of things so just keeping those that in mind you have a list and you can go through your list of staff members to have those conversations and try to find out just a little bit more about your staff as these breaks come up within the school year.
1: Yeah, I think that's good. Thinking about finishing out the calendar year, what are some key areas of focus for principals in the month of December to ensure that successful end to the calendar year or potentially close to the academic term as well? But how do you think about that?
2: I think there's a lot within December, and you're right, trimesters are just ending. Mm-hmm. Uh, you may have mid-years coming up as well. You might have some testing going on. You want to make sure that if you have a final schedule, that that's being taken care of. You're having a conversation with all the stakeholders, and you be part of that. you got to make sure that the teachers have expectations and what their expectations are when it comes to the end of a term, everything from the small things of returning books, what's your procedures, getting those routines and making sure that you have, you've set those expectations for your teachers and for the school community. So you understand students have their expectations, understand it, and making sure that you're communicating that with the parents. Parents need to know every step of the way. And sometimes we think we communicate, but I don't think you'd ever over communicate with some of the, because you still have, think about how you communicate probably 20 times and you still have parents and students or staff or whatever. I never got yeah. it. Wait, I never got this way. Yeah. And so just understanding that you just need to continue to sh- share what the expectation is for the school when it comes to end of semester, start of a new semester or a quarter or a trimester and those expectations. Starting with the people that, w- that are in trimesters, they're starting their new trimester now building those relationships again, starting again at fresh with new courses and getting to know those kids to understand those kids, try to build those relationships as soon as possible. In some of that, and especially in the trimester, which is going to start now. Um, one of the things that I always made sure that we did because the, our buildings and grounds guy was always on top of us about was just when are the, when's the building going to be open during um winter break convey that to the staff and so that they understand when or when they cannot come into the building fortunately for us the building was open most of the time it was closed on uh, a few of the holidays but it was open but sharing that expectation Mm
0: -hmm.
2: um, having an email sent out to all the stakeholders regarding that making sure your office is covered throughout the the winter break phone messages emails mail all of that you need to just consider when taking time off update the website make sure that's taken care of appropriate information on there and then ensuring that all your winter activities are being taken care of you're going to have mm-hmm. students coming out of the building you're going to have practices going on or you can have certain part of the building closed down Uh, Are they only going to be in in the activities area? What does that mean in your building? Because every building is made up a little bit different, built a little bit different. So those are just some things. Just understanding space. There's a lot of concerts during this season. Mm, Yeah. Mm -hmm. So just understanding what's needed with the auditorium and or wherever you have your concerts. And so understanding that piece. So those are just some things that, that need to be addressed. December is also a time where counselors and department liaisons got together and started talking about next year 24.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we're in that process right now. That's You're, what we're yeah. doing. You're making my right? blood pressure go up
1: just listening to
0: you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, all
0: of those things you just need to you
2: need to start thinking about what classes are you gonna keep for next year? Are you yep. gonna get rid of classes? Is there a class that you have in your catalog that you're like that hasn't run in five years yeah. why do we keep it in? Yeah.
1: yeah and yet there's an element too of trying to make these decisions with a crystal ball right some of it yeah. it's yeah it's
0: I sit and listen, and when you think about what you're talking about there, Bob, the words that are popping in my head as a principal is just you really have to be organized, right? And I like the the principal's checklist, right, and that gets sent out to members. But you have to have that checklist, and you got to be organized with that and really take a look at what you described, all those things that can happen in December. And then the, another word that comes to mind, is you said it a lot, is communication. You need to be an effective communicator to make sure that... You're getting information out to students, to families, to your staff and all that stuff. So I think that is important. And then the last thing I'm going to say is when I'm hearing you is that empathy. You need to be empathetic, uh, an empathetic principal, and really be there for your staff, especially during the month of December, because like you said, there's a lot of things that can happen. In a, in a in a staff member's personal life that we don't always know, but we need to be there for each one of our staff members and just have a listening ear, kind word, show gratitude, whatever that may be. But those are the things that really stuck out to me as you're saying all that stuff. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's a lot of stuff. But I think if you can uh, be organized, communicate, and have that empathetic mindset, I think you can really navigate the month of December uh, successfully. I am going to go into this next one because... There's some questions on, like, how to do this. Do you do this? Why should you do this? But in what ways can principals plan and facilitate maybe some celebrations and meaningful recognitions for staff, maybe students, or the school community during the month of December?
2: Yeah, I can give you an example. One of the things that we did at STMA, we did the, we called it, we branded everything. I was a big brand everything. Brander. (laughs) Yeah, we had the great giveaway And so we went out and about and and our admin assistant went out and about and collected tons of certificates from local businesses and gifts and all sorts of things. And we always had a professional development day in December and we called it the great giveaway. Um, And so we would have every staff member have a, ticket and then we'd read off tickets and we'd say okay the winner of this is this and, and we'd have we'd have we had about 125 staff members and we had about 125 gifts so everyone receives something so that was just one way of just keeping and the staff loved it and we did a number of different things anywhere from a gift card to culver's to we're gonna as administrators we're gonna brush off your car if it snows
1: <laughs> yeah, um, anything, cool, yeah.
2: and, anything and everything in between so those type, that's just one of many things you could do. Another thing you could, it it doesn't take much to get four or five people to bake some egg bakes and have some egg bakes mm-hmm. and bagels and some, some fresh fruit and just do an appreciation during the month of uh, December and say, hey, we appreciate you. Thank you. Those type of things. We would do luncheons and invite our past retired teachers to come to that and so just celebrate our school within the December month prior to a holiday break just to to build that camaraderie and build and continue to build the relationships. So we did a number of things in December just to help with that. One of our professional development days, we Had all the teachers go out and about in like in our CTE classes and in the wood shop, they'd make a a birdhouse during the professional development day or they could go down and cook down in the fax room. So just a number of different ways where they have options, just doing something a little bit different than what you Hmm. typically do in other months.
1: That's cool.
0: Yeah. And I, I just to follow up there, I think it's just, it's a way to connect. I know everybody, everybody talks about, I'm so busy and all that stuff, but I think what you're just saying is just that time to celebrate and really just bring everybody together in in a fun, festive kind of way that you can just say, Hey, let's just, let's maybe just slow down here and just enjoy the moment. So I, I like what you were saying there with that.
1: Say so Bob, uh, I heard you use the term self care earlier with ourselves. You were talking about this can be a high stress month for staff and for students, depending on the situations. But coming back to ourselves, what's your take? What's your understanding? How can principals prioritize that self care piece and being in that in, in the heightened demands and stress of the holiday season in December? There, there's just a lot of emotion. So what's your take? What's your words of wisdom when it comes to our own well-being?
2: Yeah, I think we've talked a lot about, and we even talked about traditions of being with our family. And so I think that we have to gear ourselves towards that. And we have to understand that we have families that count on us as well. Yes, there's a stress piece of that job, but and it's hard to turn it off. It's really Mm -hmm. hard to turn it off when you leave at night. But understanding that family has to come first and figuring ways to help with that. I don't have a really good answer to that. Just to try to reiterate, though, that we have to go back to our values and the values of Mm -hmm. who we are. And to recognize who we want our staff, you know, what we want our staff to focus on. We say all the time, I always say family first. We just, have to, we just have to trust and believe in ourselves and the words that we say mm-hmm. when it comes to that, because we do need our families and we should cherish the time all the time, obviously. But during the holiday um, season, when you have time off, it, it, it's a race to get to that end of December here. And, and it's then time to just relax and enjoy the family time that we're all given. Mm-hmm. We're all given around the state, that family time, either tend to 14 days off of school, and so enjoy that time with your family. So that's not a very good answer because I I probably could have been better at that when I was a principal as well. But I like
1: that you point out that there's not one way. It's hard to answer it because it's an individual thing, and I think it's okay. I, I think it's important to point that out.
2: You know, what helped me or what I really enjoyed was on the great giveaway or when we were doing some of the things for the staff and or the students. We did a lot of things with students as well. Kind of fun stuff as well during this time. I really mentally was recharged by just seeing the smiles on faces
0: mm.
2: and just being able to give. To me, that charged my batteries, gave me more energy by just giving to others. Yeah. So, that to me was worth every ounce of energy that I put into these, those events that we put in those events.
0: Sure. That's good. Yeah. The one thing too, that I would just say here, as we were talking about December, this has taken me a long time to put into practice. And I'm not even going to say that I sometimes I got to do a better job of it, but it's okay to say no too. It's okay to prioritize yourself and to say no to things like, I'm not going to do that or I'm not going to be able to get that done. Whatever it is, say no and say yes to yourself. And that's a mantra that I've been trying to do better of too. Obviously, we work hard. We want to get all of our tasks done and everything. But at the same time, you learn how to say no and say yes to yourself. So then when you come back and all that stuff, you can go. Hey, Bob, we're talking about this checklist here. Is there anything... Um, is there anything else that you want to just share about December, the checklist in general? Because it, yeah. it has so much, it has so much valuable information. I love the parts about reflection, awareness, counselors, the professional growth, how we got to keep growing. There's just so much to it. And there's so much value to this.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Each we have a bunch of categories here, professional growth. We're going to share some of the things that that we're doing at MASSP, but that's not. We're not limited to MASSP. We get it. You're going to get. You're going to get PD from a number of different areas. We understand that. We're not uh, going to say we're territorial and can only go to MASSP stuff. Mm-hmm. We just get good PD, and hopefully, if you get good PD from outside our organization that you share it with our members within the organization, mm-hmm. hopefully, that's the way we're going to build and grow our our own community here in Minnesota. So just building that piece as we move through. So we're excited to offer um, in January, in January, the, the winter conference. And we have a lot of great things that we have to offer with that. First time we've had a middle school workshop as one of our pre-conferences. So that's hopefully going to attract our middle school colleagues who will see a comprehensive workshop on, on the January 24th. Restorative practice as we continue to move into discipline questions and conversations, just another outlook on how to run your school and how to work with circles and work with students. So all of those, the professional growth piece, is it's just important to continue to build upon your skill set and your capacity. So again, it doesn't have to be through MASSP. Sure, we'd like it to be through MASSP, but we know that there's tons and tons of workshops out there and professional PD that you could be working with.
0: Absolutely. It's just that continuous improvement mindset. How can you get better professionally, even personally too? How can you challenge yourself to get better and have that mindset of, you know what, I'm going to go, I'm going to go find something that I want to get better at. And I'm going to, I'm going to go get that, I'm going to go get that professional learning. So I love it.
2: Yeah. Another category is the awareness and and celebrations and, Mm -hmm. you know, um, there, there's a national celebration day. For, there's everything mm-hmm. like Monday was National Cookie Day, whatever. But some of the things that we're going to put down here are more so, more systematic wide. Like in December, Hanukkah, and Christmas and Kwanzaa, those type of things that 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 are recognized by people within your school and, and your students. We'll continue to recognize those national days and put to put those down as well. And certainly, we're just going to put those as a springboard and your school, and you're the best at understanding your school and what you're celebrating within your school and the students. You just need to make sure that you're recognizing all students that mm-hmm. walk through the door because all students are not celebrating the same celebrations that you're celebrating, and you need to recognize that and understand that when the kids walk through the door.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think that's important. It's easy to get lost in our own perspective and our own experiences, for sure. So I appreciate that. Yeah.
2: I'm guessing that the majority of principals have a pretty strong relationship with their counselors. So we put a counselor's corner in here. They're busy as well, especially
0: mm-hmm.
2: the trimester. They're busy because they're making sure that classes are, they're equalized and the student schedules are correct and failure lists and all of those. And they're trying to keep you up to date on all of those as well. The honor rolls and scholarships and December now is Scholarships will start rolling out for the seniors and seniors will have to take care of that as they move through. So just understanding everyone's role within the school, uh, because everybody has a very specific role. And we probably could do a more comprehensive list than this with everybody listed on here from admin assistants to so I guess we're going to, to make this list a little bit bigger.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I love it. There, there's so much out there in, in the Minnesota principles that are hopefully you're utilizing this checklist because every month Bob's going to come on here and we're going to talk about specific things as it relates to December and Kevin, as I was listening to Bob here, I was writing down just some strategies that I heard either through Bob or looking at this checklist. And let's share these strategies because at the end, we hope that if you're listening to this, not only do you have this checklist and you got some great ideas from Bob and from what's going on and how you can be become better at what you're doing. Here's some other strategies. So Kevin, I jotted these down. Hopefully, uh, you can see it on yeah, the I doc. Yeah, I see them on the doc
1: there. there. Yeah, for but sure.
0: There's various strategies to navigate the month of December effectively. And so when I the first the first thing I'm hearing is Bob I'm talking that you're talking is just effective time management. Really principles prioritize your tasks, have some sort of schedule. You've got this principles checklist. Take something out of there and look at that and put together your plan for maybe the rest of December here now uh, to to put that into your schedule. Also, when you're talking about time management, it's okay to delegate principles too. Delegate some of your responsibilities to ensure that those end-of-the-year tasks, maybe holiday activities, are managed and done and Bob, you were talking about those staff holiday gatherings and stuff. Utilize other people within your building to make sure that those happen. You don't need to take all that on yourself. So that was something I heard. The other piece, that two more, Kevin, and then I'm going to let you uh, round this out. But communication. Bob, I heard you talk over and over about you need to be clear with your communication. You need to be open with your communication. And that's with your staff. That's with your students. That's with parents. That's going to help principals manage expectations and ensure that everyone is aware of maybe your end of the year goals and activities that are going on. And like you said, it could be from, Bob, it could be from, uh, like you were saying, what, what are the hours of operations that the building's gonna be open? What are going on with our, our activities, our after school activities through that month? Whatever it may be, just make sure you're communicating. The other piece, big piece here is stress management. You talked about the well-being part of it, really principals, Promote well-being, not only for yourself, but promote that to your staff as well, too. Encourage those self-care practices. Bob, you shared some here with us today, but really make that a big piece among your staff. Provide resources. I know one of the things that our counselors do a great job, and I want to give a shout-out, they bring in somebody from the outside that gives like 10-minute massages to our staff. They get to sign up in December. And get a a 10 minute massage. And so, those are just little things you can do to provide that opportunity for stress management so you can maintain a supportive school environment.
1: Yeah, I'll round out these last three you got in here. And I like that you, I like the three that you put down here. This first one, Bobby actually just talked about it inclusive celebrations. Making sure that you're creating that inclusive environment by acknowledging and respecting the diversity of your students and your staff. Religious traditions during the holiday season, they're going to look different for everyone. And like I just said, it's really easy to get lost in your own perspective and your own experiences. we got a big school ourselves, you and me, Jason, and there's there's 1,900 kids. Not everybody's celebrating the same stuff, and that's wonderful we got to make sure that we're calling that out and being deliberate about that so that everyone's feeling like they belong and they're part of the community reflective practices i love that's on the checklist taking time to be for reflective thinking and feedback sessions with staff and stakeholders that's going to help principals assess the year's progress and plan effectively for the upcoming year what is the one thing we talk about all the time if you don't if you're not aware of what's going on with your own person your own body your own mind your own spirit You're going to have a hard time addressing things. So it's really important to implement those reflective practices. And then lastly, the support and collaboration, seeking support from district leaders, mentorship principals, exactly, educational leadership organizations. They can provide valuable insights and assistance in navigating those challenging and really stressful moments in December. So I I love that these things are in this checklist. I love that there's a checklist. Like Jason said, he started long before I did, but I didn't have a checklist my first year. It was figure it out. (laughs) And I had some key people that I worked with that obviously helped me along the way, but I think this is going to be a real nice benefit for members going forward.
0: Bob, anything you want to add here about some of that stuff we were just talking about here as we conclude? And then we're going to do, we're going to, we're each going to, you and and Kevin and I are going to leave listeners just with one piece of advice, but anything you want to add to what we were just saying there? No, I've just,
2: Kevin just brought up the mentorship you know, program. We, we, we're we in our second year with the mentorship program and you're right. We didn't have, I didn't have a roadmap when I first started as a, an assistant principal or a principal. And, and so this is just something that's helpful. I talked earlier about being a springboard. A lot of these actions and recommended actions are just a springboard. And yeah, I bet we've missed other things that should be on here and hopefully we'll be continuing. This will be 1.0, these checklists this year, and we'll continue to build upon those. But within our mentors and mentee program, we have 75 mentor-mentee pairings right now, and they're using this. And, and it's really helpful for them as well. And, and if you're a first-year principal or a 20th-year principal, you know what? Any time to have a little extra help as you mm-hmm. get through and navigate your year is helpful. Because there's a lot of things that are coming at you 100 miles an hour, and hopefully these lists here, throughout the year, will slow it down from 100 miles an hour down to 60 miles an hour. <laughs> We're we'll able to help. You. We'll continue to we'll send these out, and and it's been helpful for our members. It's been really helpful for about a third of our members have been in the job four years or less, and so hopefully these are going to be helpful for for
0: those. Absolutely they are. They are definitely going to be helpful and again if you uh, are checking in and listening and make sure you check out the checklist and it just is going to give you some just some clarity behind maybe some of the things. Maybe it's going to give you inspiration too to maybe do something different. Hey, let's close out here. Bob's last question of the show and we're all going to answer this question cuz principals are out there. They're saying, "Okay, what's the one piece of advice that Bob Driver or Kevin Jost or Jason Parris would have for principals?" in navigating the month of December?
2: Bob, go ahead. All right, I'm put on the spot first. (laughs) I think coming in each and every day with a positive attitude, and I think that positive attitude then helps the school atmosphere. I I think there is, when we talked earlier at the beginning of this, there's a lot of people that have anxiety around the holidays. and, And I think that one way of helping that is the leader of the building who comes in with a smile every day. And, and yeah, and I get it. Some days I went back to my office and I, oh my gosh, I'm struggling today. But you're the face of the, you're the face of the school and all administrators are. And just trying to make sure they come with a positive attitude and help others maintain that positive attitude throughout the month and get to the end of the month and be able to take a little bit of break. But that's it's tough, and it's tough some days to, to come in that way, but it's really important for your staff to just see that you're maintaining that positive attitude throughout the, the month. Yeah,
1: that's a, that, that's a good one. That's an important one. Mine's pretty simple. In the busyness of December, I think, it's, I think it's easy to forget why we're doing this job. And so what I do, what I'm trying to be better about is being deliberate with having fun conversations with students. Go out of your way, have conversations with students that, has, that have nothing to do with school. Talk to them about what they're going to do over break. Talk to them about their hobbies. Talk to them about how winter sports are going or whatever activity they're involved in. Have those conversations. I've, you know, I don't know about you, but I've never walked away from having a, a, a uh, casual conversation with a student, non-academic related, and felt worse. I always walk away and I always learned the little nugget about that person or we discovered we have the a, a, a same affinity for some hobby or whatever. Um, it, it forces you to slow down with all the busyness of December and just remind yourself, why are you are doing this job in the first place? Just mm-hmm. Have those conversations.
0: Love it. Love it, love it, love it. How about it? you? I'm going to go with, and I'm going to keep this about, about principles themselves. Be I would say in the month of December, at the end of December, sometime maybe over break, whatever that may be, reflect on how that first part of the year went for yourself. Maybe jot some things down. What were some areas that you thought you did really well or some areas that you want to maybe improve on? Be a reflective practitioner here as you wrap up the month of December And really go inward with that to look at okay what are some things i can maybe do better now as i move forward and don't be hard on yourself because it's all about uh, continuous improvement and wanting to get better so that's the piece that i'm going to leave with here kevin hey i want to thank everybody for joining us for this insightful episode on how principals can navigate the challenges and opportunities of december we've explored various strategies that principals can utilize to manage the end of the year rush create a positive and inclusive school environment, and prioritize their own well-being.
1: Yeah, as we conclude, we encourage all educators to take a moment to reflect on the tremendous efforts and dedication that principals demonstrate during this busy month. By implementing proactive strategies, maintaining open communication, and promoting a supportive atmosphere, principals can effectively guide their schools through the conclusion of the calendar year and into the a successful new year. So thank you once again for tuning in and we look forward to having you join us for future episodes. Wishing you a great week ahead. Remember to keep living and leading with purpose.
0: Thanks, Bob. Thanks for being Thanks, here today. Bob. Thank you.